Welcome to Black, White, and Mixed, a podcast about race and culture in America. We are recording from Greensboro, North Carolina. I am your host, Doug Ogden, and I'm here with my friends, Brandon Johnson. Don't say anything about pretzels. And Kenny Roberts. <laughs> Deja vu. I feel like we already did this. Aren't pretzels also in a stick form? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I have a question. Pretzel sticks. Is Auntie That's Annie's it. a thing here? Auntie Annie's pretzels? Yeah, it is. But I'm the familiar one, with the name. The one that was here went out of business. And really? there's like some other... Yeah, because there was one in the mall. That's what I... Well, I mean, I've never seen Auntie you're, Annie's in a context you're outside of the mall. You're saying it's called Auntie Annie's? Mm-hmm. Auntie Annie's? Is Auntie M's a thing? What is that? That's, I don't know. That's freaking Dorothy's... Um, Auntie M. Oh. Aunt. Aunt. From that horror movie, Wizard of Oz. Horror movie? It's a horror movie, dude. Classic theater? No. Well, theater of movie. the minds. Wizard of Oz it is terrible. Well, are you serious? Terrible. That movie is so freaking good. Racist. As all get out. That's probably true. <laughs> I gotta think. Why did you ask about Auntie Annie's? Because we were talking about pretzels. <laughs> is that what they did? They sold pretzels. <laughs> they sold pretzels, like gourmet yeah. pretzels or whatever. Um, I would always get the same. It's, it's, like the, it's the mall soft pretzels. Yeah, I would okay. always yeah. get the. Yeah, but the they are so ones. good. Do you guys go to sugar or salt on your pretzel? Salt, cinnamon, sugar. Salt. Well, if it's Auntie Annie's, the cinnamon sugar pretzel. Anywhere else, I get a salt. I just get a regular pretzel with salt on it. What about Wetzel's? What is that? Wetzel's pretzels? No idea. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. Are you serious? Yeah. Is that a California thing? I don't know. Maybe it's a West Coast thing. But oh, they're West equally Coast, as West good as if if Auntie Annie's it has like a line, you just go to Wetzel's pretzels. Because they don't have a line. So they're sex. So they're second. <laughs> no, because 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 that's the next one. That's like okay. just down the way. <laughs> you go there. It's yeah, around the, one that didn't the have way. A mm-hmm. For a reason. It's not as good as Auntie no, Annie's. They're really good. They're both. Really I'm just good. kidding. I'm not judging Wetzel's. No, I don't know anything about. It. I I don't love. I, that's not a snack I choose on a regular basis. I a do pretzel. like a salty pretzel like no, at a restaurant. No, just when I go to the mall. What's that? It was just when we go to the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mind. I don't like. I like the soft pretzels, but like little pretzel, as as like a snack, never gonna be something I choose. Yeah. If it's all that's around, maybe I'll have a couple, but I don't. I don't prefer them. You're talking about the ones that comes in bags. Yeah, like Snyder's and yeah. whatever else. Yeah. Okay. No. No. Right. I mean, I yeah. love them. But, but some except people, for, you do. except yeah. for the honey so mustard the joints. The oh, okay. Mustard Snyder's them joints are bad. What about combos? You guys like combos? Mm-mm. We ate combos. Oh, we used to eat combos. I love combos, man. The little pizza ones. Yeah. Bugles. Yeah. It was a no, no, not, not bugles. You, I had, had to put them on my fingers. Put them on your fingers, of yeah. course. Yeah, and then <laughs> eat them <laughs> off your fingers. Oh, fingers yeah. And then funyuns. Oh we used my to gosh, funyuns. Love yep. funyuns. Okay, when I was in they middle smell school, like feet, but I love them. Oh well, they smell. Yeah, they smell terrible, but they're good. In in middle school, the thing that we did. Okay, we would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doug. Go ahead. We would we would buy hot uh, a bag of hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos, the dollar Chinese. bag, and we would buy, uh, uh the the nacho cheese, and you'd just pour it into the bag, shake it up, and then you would just use the bag to like, you know, push individual hot Cheetos oh. up. Oh. My gosh, covered in nacho cheese. Covered in nacho cheese. and That sounds so gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> and yet we did it all the time. Wow. It was great. Uh, kids do some crazy stuff when they come mm-hmm. to food. Man. man, it's interesting how tastes change, too, because I, I still 100%. like candy, but 100%. my number one choice used to be like if I was stopping at the gas station or whatever, any kind of snack, it was always sweet. Now, man, it's salty. I'm going chips every single time. Mm. Uh, not every single what time. What chips are you getting? Cool Ranch Doritos. Every time? Um, no, that's my number one. Okay. Um, I like Funyuns. I like combos. I like, um, I like Lay's barbecue. Yeah. Mm. I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge divergent, you know, uh, in I my, get both. my I snack get choices. I get sweet and salty and that's probably why I'm 48% body fat. You don't know that you you're 48% that body you're 48 fat. You're estimating. If, if, never mind. You're going to put somebody <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. <laughs> if this person is this percentage, That's then I right. must be. Then I must be. I got you. Like half body fat. Mm. Like, yeah. Um, I'm currently listening to Michelle Obama's audiobook. Mm-hmm. And 
I remember the campaign she had. I think it was called Let's Move, where it was like talking about trying to get kids active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, was it play outside for an hour a day or something? I remember that being a thing. In fact, there's a really good joke in The Office where I think the Nelly character is talking about Michelle Obama and she says, uh, wife of Barack hates fat children. You know, like she wants to <laughs> eliminate fat children or yeah. something like that. It's really funny. But anyway, so I was I had a very, you know, elementary understanding of, of what that campaign was. What I did not know was that when one of her daughters, and I want to say it was Malia, but I could be wrong, um, was younger, that they went to the doctor and got a concerning report about her weight and her body mass index and just sort of like were concerned with what that could lead to if it got out of control, which is crazy now because both those girls I feel like are so thin, you know. But as kids, you know, people take different forms. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just interesting to think like that wasn't just some like pet project, but she made it a goal of hers in her home when her daughter was young, long before her husband was running for president, to like eat healthy and and make a commitment to exercise and activity. Mm. And I mean, everybody in the public eye gets um put down for a lot of reasons all the time, but right. specifically being the first black right. first family, of course, they got all kinds of criticisms. Um, but that was one of the things that people was like, oh, this is, you know, just some pet project of hers and it's not serious. But it came from a really genuine place. You know yeah. what I mean? It came from the desire to, I think specifically in low-income environments and neighborhoods, the way that health was treated in schools and the mm-hmm. way that health was treated with fast food options and stuff. It came from a very honest and genuine place um, and I didn't know that. And so I'm really, there's a lot of things I'm enjoying about the audiobook, but, yeah. um, she reads it and she's, she's fascinating. Um, but I just, that was one thing that really stuck out to me. That was like, man, that whole campaign started with yeah love for her own daughter. That's crazy. Love for her own family, you know? Yeah. I just thought it was yeah. kind of cool. That's crazy. I, one, I didn't know a lot about the campaign itself. Uh, I mean, I knew, you know, your basic soundbite version, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Uh, is that Alex? It is. Tell him to stop calling. Was that Alex calling you too? Me. I think he did it on purpose. He probably saw the Instagram he saw live the and <laughs> was like, let me try to ruin the podcast. He said, yo, he's like, yeah, I'm going to see if these suckers have their phone on. Wow. Oh, he does. That was this, so it loud. Just keeps, it just keeps getting worse, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, go ahead. Nah, but um, but yeah, I I think, uh, you know, we're such a soundbite, you know, culture. Right. Like we read the headline right. of what something about we already you know, figure we, you know, know everything about anything like that. But I think the, you know, the the power in that is in the story. You mm-hmm. know, the story of the origin, like where it kind of came from, and yeah, you know, uh, why this is something that's important. Um, you know, for her to be promoting and things like that. So well, and even like the garden, like she she planted a garden at the White House, and I think you know, in like the first three months, they had over ninety pounds worth of fresh veggies mm-hmm. and that was based off of like $200 worth of seeds and mulch. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I don't know, man. It just, there's, there's very little benefit of the doubt given to people that we don't like or people that we don't agree with. Um, and it's very interesting to hear a first person perspective. I mean, I remember getting forwarded emails about how this man was the antichrist. You know what I mean? Mm. Like legitimately. And, I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking about a family man who is a lawyer and a community organizer who has really nothing but, not that he's a perfect person by any stretch. He made a lot of mistakes even as president, but does not have skeletons in his closet, does not have a laundry list of things he has to atone for from his right. past. You know what I mean? Right seems to be a noble and upright person who loves his wife and loves his family and constantly put, you know, the good of the country or the good of his community above his own good. And people just hated him. Yep. And, of course, that bled over into hatred of his wife and some of that was just in general hatred of black women in America, but... Yep. Anyway, I'm rambling now, but it's fascinating, and I highly recommend it. Yeah. Who? That's dope about the garden too. To check it out because yep. 
I feel like recently I just learned about um, like some of the things that there's this organization called Greensboro JCs, um, and I think it's like I have I'm, I'm still looking into them, but I think it's it's a um, a network of like young professionals, um, okay, who are doing like different things, um, you know, to kind of raise awareness about professionalism, but then also like fighting inequality and things like that, and like. Like one of the things that they were doing, my friend, uh, actually Portia, who was on the podcast, hey, shout out um, Portia, part of Greensboro Portia, um, but they do, um, they they plant um, gardens in different communities. Wow, um, you know, and like to grow like you know fresh you know vegetables and fruits and things like that um, to to help counteract food deserts. Mm. You know, because oftentimes there there aren't. You know, there there are limited healthy food options in, you know, certain communities, uh, sure. low income communities, um, you know, that that uh, contribute to, you know, higher obesity and, uh, you know, just health risks and things like that, heart disease hmm. and all those things. So, um, yeah, you know, they're planting gardens in different communities to help counteract that. So I thought that was super dope. That's um, great, man. Yeah, we'll link them in the show notes for people who want to check yeah, them out. So That's check great. out Greensboro JC. That's great, man. Um, and so, and that brings me to like, you know, I think it's things like that. Learn about the different things, or figuring out, or finding the different things within your community that are like, all right, what are people doing? Hmm. You know, as we you know look to, you know, be anti-racist and grow in in, um, you know, understanding equality and justice and equity, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think a small part of it, I think it's very easy to say, like, this is what I want to be about or whatever and just be super woke, in mm. quotes, you know, and just, you know, whether it's having tons of information or stats or quotes or whatever, you know, or your Instagram look good, but at the same time, it's like, all right, what are the things that you're doing to help with some of these things? You know, what are you learning about? You know, and honestly, I think this is kind of your point, you know, that we was talking about, uh, I think, last, um, I was about to say last session, <laughs> <laughs> the last conversation we were having uh, on the last episode, you know, where you sure. were just kind of talking about, you know, don't just, you know, say that you're about something or whatever, but if you say you're about it, be about it, you know, and you yeah. know, learn, you know, grow, do, you know, get in there, get your hands messy. Some people are gonna dislike you or unfriend you or whatever, but um, sometimes it's worth it um, to do the right thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's dope. So that's something I want to look more into. Yeah, uh, Greensboro JCs, and I also want to learn more about um, just the the bills that are up um, just for fighting uh, voter suppression and things mm. like that. Yeah, like um, on a local level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's on good. a local level and on a state oh, yes. level. Uh, I and think particularly level. with yeah, on a national level. Sure. Um, I was reading something that um, uh, an article that um, Dr. Ibram X. Kendi uh, retweeted uh, about uh, how um, allowance for same day registration is is one way that um, that fights voter suppression. Mm. Um, you know, just because the stats, you know, just kind of the uh, the article is saying that the stats show um, that we're you know, in states that that allow for same day registration, the the numbers are higher for um, yeah. you know black communities and Latinx um, communities. Yeah, um, just in terms of voter turnout. So um, that's good. So yeah. So anyway, so I want to start learning more. I want to you know look more into that. Do they talk so. about uh, um, any like federal, like it being a federal holiday, like the value in that? Because like a lot of people have to work. That, and that typically article I know, did not. Okay, I know a lot of polling stations. Like I go after work and vote, which is fine, uh-huh. but. A lot of people work second shift yep. or two shifts or three jobs or you know what I mean. Like, yep. I think there. I don't. I don't know. I haven't read a ton about the argument, but I'm sure there is a lot of value in making it a federal holiday. Yeah. So that people can be freed up to go to go vote. Yeah. But I don't know dope. if that'll ever happen. That'd be dope. Probably not. But Juneteenth. So there you go. Juneteenth. Everything, everything's great. Yep. Juneteenth. <laughs> should that should buy us a uh, hundred and fifty years. Mm. Mm. How's everybody feeling? Everybody good? You already Come know I'm in a weird spot. Come to. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
This is true. Ain't no city quite like mine. I don't know. I'm alive. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's good. Is this it's a good to be alive, yo. This is. Yeah. This, this is, is a comedy that's podcast. What you got. It's good to no, be alive. How you do, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling fine. That's I'm, good. I think that I I think part of me is like because I'm you know I don't know what that sound was y'all. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. If you do you anywhere in the world, they will not know what you're talking about. Sure. Um, I think um, I feel like there are so many things that I want to read and learn right now that I'm I'm kind of in this place where I feel like just kind of scatterbrained mm. like. Feel like a little piece of me is everywhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. You know. Um, and so, yeah. So I'm not feeling like settled. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, I need. I think I need to pick something like and focus. Um, but I think I'm. I'm. I think for a while I was in this place where I was just like, yo, I need to like back up for a little bit because I'm. I'm tired and um, overwhelmed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like as I'm reading and learning. And, you know, and so I had to pull back, but I think I'm getting back to a place where I'm like, all right, now nah, I'm ready to jump back in, jump back in, jump yeah. back in. Um, and so I got to figure out uh, what's the next read, um, you know. But I, I also want to, you know, I guess going back to kind of what we were talking about, I want to, you know, just kind of, you know, start researching some of the, re- the relevant things, you know, about just some of the issues that are going on right now. Yeah. Um, You know, that. You know, normally keep it to just be one hundred percent honest. I would just breeze through life, not really, you know, um, thinking a lot about, you know, what's going on at the the state, local, and and federal level. You know, sure. what I'm saying just sort of laws and things like that, um, because I I don't know that I've ever felt particularly um, adept when it comes to. Um, to like researching like these different things. Yeah. Um nor have I found it particularly interesting. But sure. sometimes <laughs> you know, just to be one hundred percent honest, but I mean sometimes the it's more important to do the work, you know, than than yeah. to be interested in the work. Yeah, that's true. You know. Sometimes it's yeah. mad important. Well and you know, not everything is interesting in life. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> this is true. we have to but there are a lot of important things that are that are very uninteresting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's, and I think that that's really just what it is. Is we have to push through to like do that sometimes and just be in like, okay, so what does this mean and what you know? Yeah. What What are the ramif- What are the potential ramifications of it? And yeah. You know, I I have really enjoyed like reading lots of different people's take on the same thing mm-hmm. so that I can just hear lots of different arguments that people are, are like pulling out of the yeah. same, the same yeah. thing. And then I can, and then I can say, okay, well, based on the things that I believe I can make an educated guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, and, and that doesn't mean having to read 15 articles on the exact same thing, but it's right. like, if I can read the bill or at least read the gist of the bill and then, um, or the proposed law, and then read some people's takes or listen to some interviews or whatever yeah. just to like try and tease out like here's how this could be used for voter suppression or here's how this could be used for this or that or right. whatever and i can go oh oh okay that's what they're trying to do mm. or oh actually it seems like they might you know there are some negatives but this might actually help in this way in this way in this way or whatever yeah yeah because there's always like fifteen thousand things tied into one right proposed bill did y'all yeah. did y'all reuse spark so, notes in school, yeah. You want spark notes for bills, bruh? No, that would be money. I'm spark sure notes there are for places like you can laws. read summaries. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, do the summaries have a yellow cover that catch your eye and make you? That's a spark it? notes. Boom. Did they have a yellow? Co- I never they used did. them. They had spark a yellow cover. notes. Nice. They had a yellow cover. Is that different than Cliff Notes? It's similar. Similar. Yeah. What's Cliff Notes? Basically, well, similar the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Cliff Notes might have had a yellow thing too. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Did you guys use for your textbooks? Did you have like book covers? Yeah, Did you have yeah, yeah duh. Have we used covers. to get them from the bookstore Bro. or the book fair. I didn't yeah. know it was a thing. You take the money from the book yes. fair in, yes. the, in the library? Yes. So. I mean, it was basically designed to protect the textbook, right? It was supposed to be yeah. like. Yeah. Technically, it is paper. So. 
mine was expensive. like mine was expensive. like rubber or not rubber but like elastic stretchy fabric yes. stretch yep stretchy that, that's right they had that option but that was more expensive and my mom only gave me so much money for the book fair so. my, my mom was like my mom would show up and i don't know where she would get them but it'd be like one pack had 15 of them in there mm. like those kind of things nice yeah so she'd be mm. like here's five for you five five for your brother and the other five, if you lose, I swear to God, if you lose, them. <laughs> <laughs> why are you yelling at me, Mom? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's real. I I appreciate you saying that because it it is like I am in this place where I'm like, all right, it's more important to do work. I'm like having to tell myself that as a mantra. It's more important to do the work. It's more important to do the work. Be yeah. intentional. You know, the intentionality has been my my uh, word that my counselor. Uh, from from uh, BetterHelp.com has been, um, you know, pushing me. I wish y'all could see Brandon's face right now. <laughs> 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 uh, we haven't done a fake ad read in a while. I do, you know what I'm saying? I do have another app that has actually been, I haven't used it much, but I started using it today because I saw somebody mention it and I was like, hmm, I wonder how that could work. Is it that one that reminds you to breathe? Mm-mm. Oh. Breathe Minder. I don't have that one anymore. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would die if I didn't have it. Uh, <laughs> I literally would forget to breathe. <laughs> no, uh, it's an app called Command, um, and basically, it's it's a um, it's a browser. What? Sit on that little baby phone. Uh, a little baby phone. Uh, Man, got the twelve mini. That thing is tiny. Mm. It's crazy. Um, so basically, Suck what Command yeah. is is it's a browser. And you can just use it like a regular browser, but when you read an article and it's something that you want to like remember, you can you highlight it like you normally would. Um, but as soon as you highlight it, you can like double tap it and it brings up and puts it into like a journal entry. Mm-hmm. And then you can tag whatever journal that you wanted it to be a part of or oh, wow. whatever. And and it's not like you couldn't just copy the text out or the, the you know of Safari or whatever and put it into the regular Notes app. But it, I just thought it was interesting. It eliminates that step, and it felt really seamless. Mm-hmm. That it was just like here it is. Yeah, like it's it ready. Easier. It's ready. Here's here's the quoted tweet or the quoted text from this area. Here's the the you know the uh, um here's the the website that it was on, and here's what it was mm. talking about. Now start your thought sweet <laughs> and i was like honestly that's kind of cool yeah that's kind of yeah. yeah i like that um it just felt really slick and so I, like cool. for little things like that you're trying to remember like oh i want to remember that at the end of it yeah you know i feel like it can be really it could be really helpful for when you're sifting through a long article or something right. but you want to remember certain things i bet that's going to so. be used in research too though you know what i'm saying oh, like be great. When people are you yeah. know taking notes on on things that they're researching and Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, you can really awesome. uh, there's extensions for the the web version or the um for the like the Mac and yeah stuff like that. So if you you know you can put it on Safari or Chrome and then wow and then uh, it'll tie back into your account. Yeah, so and you can and you can see it on your tiny phone. <laughs> I think my screen is bigger than your screen, isn't it? Wow, no, it's not. shots fired. It is not. It might be. Your phone is about the size of a Tamagotchi. But it's the whole screen. He got he got like the whole phone. Is the, the whole screen, phone yeah. is the screen. Uh, here's a question that Brandon's not gonna love the answer to oh. from Kenny. <laughs> How many? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm predicting that when we answer this question, you're okay. not gonna like Kenny's answer. How okay. many licks does it take to get to the row center? Is it number no, three? Center of the Tootsie Pop. One, a two, a three, <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> Do you that? know what we're talking about? Huh. That's a, a that's Tootsie, a, that's a commercial. Tootsie Pop commercial. Tootsie Pop commercial with the owl. He Mr. goes. Owl. The kid goes and asks this wise owl, "How many uh, how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll?" What's a wise a tootsie, owl? Tootsie Pop. It's just owls owl. are supposed to be wise. This is stereotype of owls. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah, they're always like the teachers. I knew a wise owl. I knew a weird owl. Okay. No, owl. A wise owl. A wise owl? Yeah, I knew one. Okay. I give up. I thought it was the post line. I was waiting for one of you guys to say who. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very familiar with the t- 
Tootsie Pop commercial. You have lost All right, here's the three question. subscribers. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the question. How many tabs are open on oh, your... Oh, yeah, I hate it immediately. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to guess your single digits. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying yeah. on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> or your computer, because you're going to be guilty on both fronts. Well, my computer's I'm, not here, so... I'm usually between, know. like, three and five. If I start getting too much above like five... Like, in the internet, or...? Yes, in the browser. Oh, in the browser, damn. Yeah. I'm usually between, like, three and five, and if I get, like, up too much above five, I'm like, all right, I got to read through some of this stuff, or whatever whatever reason I'm saving this, I need to go ahead and clear it and get it back down to, like, two or three. Brandon? I have a question, a clarifying question. Okay. Okay, I have three, but one of oh, them is it. a... One of them is a... One of them is, is like, it bounces you to the app store, you know, like to, to open up the app that you were going to download uh, or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. That one so does count. that count? Uh, so either that way, two or three is great. Because that was two. We'll give you two. Kenny? This is the thing. I thought nope. you was going to say this scrolling. right here, you know, where you double tap. Oh, how many apps? And oh, you no, you should have never have open. more than one app open at a time. Actually, I cleared these today, why? and I don't know why I have so many open right now. Still so, so many. My goodness. You know what I'm saying? It's one. It's Before like, my phone goes back in my pocket, I close all six, my apps. Seven, eight, nine, ten. It's bad for it. I have like yeah, one or two. Like is it? 15. Yeah. I thought I was supposed to close them all. Not anymore. Well, no one. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. How is that bad for it to close them? Thank you for telling me. The algorithm is learning how to, like, like what you actually use. I don't want the algorithm what to learn me. You? That's right. I was just about actually, to say, I do, man. TikTok. I'm very thankful. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's showing me what I want to see, and I'm very grateful. <sighs> I'm saying, all right. I don't know. I saw these dudes in Norway build pallets up to the sky and light them on fire. They I'm about the to send fire? TikTok my credit card information if they can keep giving me that kind of content. Here we go. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Oh I told you, Brandon. Gosh. Oh. My gosh, that's oh probably gosh. seventy-one. That's, that's less than it was. That's probably seventy-one. That's caps. less than it was. All right, we might have to end this. How okay. how would you find out? I think you can find out how many tabs you have. Yeah, you can count. You want me to count here? <laughs> no, I'll do. I'm, I'm a fast I'm not counter and I'm good at I won't close any. I promise. You guys I don't keep care if you close them. I don't think. Why? Why are they open if you don't need them? Oh, because, like, if if I want to go back to something. So wait, there's, don't there's what's your nothing, password? There's nothing called history. Uh, I'm not about to give my password over that. Just use sign language. <laughs> that was nothing. <laughs> what was the first one? I don't know. He just threw up a bunch of hands. <laughs> How many hands do I have? Is that Duh. an eight? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guess it? No, I saw No, he can't oh, read. Wow, that's good. <laughs> Florida? Wow. Florida? I was, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you heard me. What was the number I guessed before I start counting? You guys heard me. 71. 71. You said 71. All right, I'm just, all right. Here we go. People are like, you why are we talking. still listening to this? <laughs> I wish we could do like a Jeopardy little thing right here. Um, I did want to, I did want to say that one of the things that, and I, I know you were going to bring this up and we were going to talk about it and then we were like, oh, I want to learn a little bit more about it before we talk about it and things like that. You know what I'm saying? But I do want to, I want to understand both sides of people's um, beef or non-beef with critical race theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what, what's was it seventy-one? Ninety-six. Oh Ninety-six, bro. And I was cracking up at how many of the same tabs are open. I would see a link to something and then like 15 tabs down and be the same exact web page. That's because, that's because what normally happens is like... Why don't you close them? Huh? Why don't you just close them? Because I don't think about Do you know what bookmarks them. are? Just bookmarks That was very page. funny. I saw a link to our know. podcast web page four times. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. So, um, so yeah. So, I want to understand like people's... You know, um, like one, I want to understand the ins and outs of of critical race theory, but I want to understand like people's perceptions or like for people to have beef with critical race theory, like the why behind it, other than you know my perceived why, and then um, you know for people that are all for it, you know um, why they're all for it. So I feel like I feel like that'd be a very interesting because I think most of the time I think that'd be a very interesting conversation because most of the time when I see people talking about critical race theory, it's in the context of an argument. 
Sure. Mm-hmm. You it's know what I'm saying? Polarizing. And I would wonder if it's possible. I mean, I'm sure it's possible to have a conversation about anything without arguing. But, you know, I would like to be able to have a conversation about it, you know, without without arguing, without, you know, an exchange of ideas, if you will, you know? Yeah, I think with a lot of the topics that we tend to, like, talk about, whether we're arguing about them or, you know, sharing ideas or anything like that, like, there, maybe this is just me, so I'll speak for myself, but um, there are a lot of times that it it feels as if there's not really a there's not really an argument to be had you know like it's when people are arguing like i don't understand why black people are still mad about racism that ended uh, you know more than 100 years ago and you're like well you don't know what you're talking about so i can't even have a discussion with you because <laughs> you don't you don't even sure. know what you're talking about you know mm. like so it's not that like i hate you as a person it's that like you're denying the existence of something that is like clearly documented, right. you know, mm-hmm. um, not, not just by feelings or thoughts or anything like that, but like it is heavily documented that it, like, it's just a fact that black and brown bodies are, are, uh, you know, stop and stopped, you know, exponentially more than white people. It's just, and that doesn't have to be like a crazy negative thing. That just has to be like a realization that like, okay, why is that happening? Well, then you like start to sift through data and, and, you know, data can present many things, but you start to realize that like, oh, this is happening on, on all fronts. Like, Mm. you know, arrests, convictions, uh, people who are in, are in jail Mm. for the same crime have, have different, you know, uh, have different sentences based on skin, skin color. Like uh, it just kind of, it's like, we, we know that it's happening. So to to act as if like it doesn't exist is is to like willingly be ignorant. And so when it comes to things like critical race theory, for me, it's like um, critical race theory has been around since the 70s. This isn't new. Mm. So we're talking about something that's been around for 50 years that doesn't do much more than talk about the really what I was just saying. Right, which is the effects of racism. Hey, there's there's there racism and Jim Crow and redlining and lynching and the prison industrial complex and convict leasing and all those things affect the way that humans act with each other and how they treat each other. Mm. Uh, and it affects the ways that you write laws and the way that you govern and the way that a country grows or doesn't. And we should look at that critically and figure out the depth to which racism has deeply affected racism and slavery has deeply affected America. Right. And that's not even just, it's not even just America. It's the world, but in this case, America. Yeah. So that is what critical race theory theory seeks to do. And it's not taught in any school except for uh, some high schools, but mostly collegiately. So mm-hmm. the argument is just like you're not teaching young children uh, about like you're not teaching them critical race theory ideologies. They're not ready or aware of it. That's not taught in any school. Yeah. To elementary elementary middle schoolers. So it's just like such strange arguments to just be like we we're teaching kids how to be racist. And you're like, no, you're just teaching kids like that. This stuff has actually happened the way that it happened and what happens when you do that. Mm. You know, the same way that we talk about, you know, Germany and, uh, um, Germany and, and what the rise of the Nazis and stuff mm. like that. Like you have to be it, like, that didn't just happen overnight. Right. You know a, what I mean? A, like a that vast propaganda machine that was stuff was happening. Man. And yeah. if we don't look at it and, learn about it and understand what was going on, then you're doomed to like to have to, to make the same mistakes. Right. Um, yeah. It's interesting how we can, we can talk about like the, the ills of other countries, you know, or the, 
um, the the treacherous or the failures of yeah failures yeah. of other countries or whatever, but we cannot the treacheries of talk about our own. We yeah. sugarcoat. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know? I, but or, I think or we, we or we you know Santa Claus affected. You know we teach. You know yeah we're gonna make that a thing. Um, the Santa Claus effect. I'm where not you, familiar with that. Where you teach. Uh, you know, like in like kids' history and things like that, you teach things that aren't false to make it a little bit more, you know, comfortable for children. Hmm. You know, or that aren't true, rather. So, hmm. like Santa Claus. I hope your kids aren't listening. Right, for a lot of reasons. Because we just talked about that Santa Claus doesn't exist. So. Yeah. Well, I I think I grew up in a military house household, so. Lots of things are, for lack of a better word, sacred, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the flag, um, the flag, and the national anthem, and lots of things like that. You know, if you're on a real military base and the national or and the national anthem is played, you stop. It doesn't matter where you are wow. or what you're doing. You could be driving, and it's like pull over, wow. get out, wow, find it, salute, or stand at attention. Whatever it is, um, and I remember, you know, I remember several times, like being in a store or walking in the, you know, uh, walking in the um, in the parking lot or whatever, and something happening like that, and you just, you know, so like I understand the gravity and the weight of, like, America. Look at what we've done. Yeah. Look at what we've made, and look at what we've accomplished. You understand the reverence, the like where that comes. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the like look at all of the stuff that America has been through, and look at what we've done, and look at what we've created, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, we've. I feel like we are taught that stuff from when we're kids. Is like look at how amazing America is, and like anybody can be anything they want to be in America. So much so that like people emigrate or immigrate here so that they can have a part of that American dream. Like people in other countries know about the American dream. Right. You know? And so to look squarely in the face, like to look America squarely in the face and to realize its own abominations and treacheries would be to, in some ways, maybe not every, but in some ways, to realize that America is not the greatest country in the world. That's right. Um, and I feel like that is a really hard thing to to stomach for a lot of people hmm. mm. who have believed that their whole lives. Yeah. Um, both through experience and, in some ways, propaganda. Yeah, to realize that we're not the heroes that we thought we were. Yeah. In history, yep, in our own country, and I and feel, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I feel like that's healthy, though. It totally is. No, no, but, no, but no, it can I'm, also I'm, be hard. Yeah. Like I think you're trying yeah, to empathize I, with folks yeah, that right. feel that and say like, yeah, there is a um, there's a shattering of your worldview in that. You know yeah. what I mean? And I mean, yeah. we've all gone through different realizations of whether it be you know faith or life or ideology or whatever. I think we could all relate to the idea that mm. you know things that we thought were true or things that we took for granted that were accurate or whatever no longer felt true or felt, you know what i mean like right. i think that's more what it is it's like what the systems that i thought i could trust i can no longer trust or the people i thought i could trust i can no longer trust or whatever it might be you know i think to me the other side of that argument that i find frustrating is that and this came up when cap started dealing you know for the for the national anthem was the idea that just because you love something you're not allowed to criticize it or not allowed to like hold it accountable right. or call it up I mean, the people that love me the most call me out, you know what I mean, just on a personal level. So to me, people that are trying to call America to account or call America to be as good as it says it is, that does not come from a hatred of country. That comes from a love of country. You know, not even saying that you have to agree with all the things that that person or anyone else stands for. Like, Mm -hmm. this isn't, I'm not saying that you have to agree with all of the people that are calling America out and all the things they want America to be. But I do think on some level, trying to hold 
this nation accountable for what it says it values and what it says it believes and where it says it wants to throw its weight, that comes from a a love or a compassion or a desire to see it be that thing that yeah. that does not scream hatred to me, that does not scream traitor. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand. I, did, I never understood that argument. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah. I just think I just think it's you know, I don't know that I necessarily understand that either, but I think it's because I mean, I think partially it's is personality like I'm I'm very I was talking to my dad about this, you know, and my and my counselor. Um better help. But um oh my, gosh. my dad I, counselor. <laughs> my counselor's my Liz dad. Liz dad, lemon father. <laughs> Oh, damn. The, We've um, had a thirty rocket reference in every episode this season. Look, pretty much. Um, but I was talking to my dad, um, and just talking about how, like, a lot of times when things happen, we don't process and analyze how we feel about them. Hmm. But we're, you know, we just all right. What do we got to do now? We just adjust. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. What does that mean for us? And what do we got to do? Right. Right. You know. And I think it's a it's a very similar, you know, way. Like when it comes, I don't think about how somebody may feel about, you know, the the country or, um, I don't think about that that reverence, you know, or anything like that. I'm like, all right, you know, our cars have been shown. What do we got to do now? Right. What do we need to do? Yeah. You know, it's time to get to work. Got to make some adjustments. Going to like fix gotta, it mode. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't think about, you know, the why behind why it may be difficult for some people. Um, you know, what it means for, um, you know, for for some. And I mean, and, and you know, some people would argue that you shouldn't have to. Like, you know, when thinking about, um, you know, when we make certain changes to the laws and things like that, how the lives of, you know, many white people may change or whatever. Sure. You know, some people are like, nah, we shouldn't think about that because, you know, black people have been disenfranchised in this country this country for forever. You know what I'm saying? And I don't I don't I don't believe the the just thing to do is to start Writing these wrongs without considering everyone, you know, that um, that'll be impacted even even in, you know, even when it comes to the to majority culture, you know, I definitely think I think I think the middle in that is definitely still look to make those changes and make the changes that are that need to be made. You know, right the wrongs that that need to be righted. You know, but you know, I think the the big thing, you know, being the bigger person or whatever. You know, what I'm saying I think that looks like, you know, even though you weren't caring for me, I still want to care for you in this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, using the example like for me. You know, me, you know, looking at and still seeing the impact that it may cause with my, you know, white brothers and sisters and be like, yo, I mean, yes, this is something that definitely needs to happen and it's happening. But I understand that may be difficult for you and I'm willing to, you know, talk and even still, you know, if you're open to it, still walk, you know, walk with you and have you walk with me, like even in the midst of these different changes and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maintaining a relationship, maintaining care, you know, um. You know, even when it hasn't been done for me, you know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think I think that's um, I think that's very generous and very noble. I don't know if I would necessarily expect that policy should take the same amount of consideration that relationally you're taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. You know yeah, I mean? I'm not. I'm not talking about policy. Propaganda has this great quote, and I'm gonna paraphrase. I can't remember exactly, but something like, "To the oppressor, equity feels like oppression." Mm-hmm. Like, this shit's gonna hurt, and it needs to, because mm-hmm. it's been that out of balance, that unfair, that unjust for mm-hmm. so long. Indeed. So it's like, 
I, I I'm not saying don't consider because think it through. I, yeah, I you know was talking I mean? about relationally. Okay, I wasn't talking okay, about policy because gotcha, gotcha. I'm like, by all means, like the policies need to change. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I mean, no, I feel you. Though. Okay, I got it you. It is what it is. But I'm saying relationally. You. Okay. You know, even even as you know these changes are happening, I still want to figure out what because this I I think that's the the. Um, you know, we always talk about being the bigger person mm-hmm. or whatever, taking the high road. I feel like that's the that's the high road. That's mm-hmm. the hard road. You know, like that's that's the the thing that people would normally do. Sure, I think yeah. that's true. So, well, what I think is interesting about really all of this. Um, when it comes to policy, when it comes to, you know, how people react and, you know, managing people's expectations and wants and hurts and fears and all that kind of stuff. Like, a lot of these policy fixes yeah, would actually affect poor whites just as much as black and brown bodies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like, yeah, no, that's right. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I think... In some cases, right? I mean, not not all, right? No, no. I mean, not 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 every single thing, but I mean, you you realize how really how disenfranchised poor whites are, and it was like that, you know, during uh, Reconstruction. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there there was fear uh, when um, after after the the slaves were freed, uh, there was this realization that that. <laughs> The slaves, or the freed slaves, were really in the same boat as like the lowest, uh, you know, the poor whites, and they started like making mobs to like demand change, and that's when that's when the rise of white supremacy came, and that's when the rise of you know not only that obviously this is a multifaceted issue, but mm. you know it was that re- it, it, there was this big realization that if we can separate, if we can separate blacks from whites in every demographic you know when we're talking about money when we're talking about status power wealth all that stuff if we can separate even just one degree and say hey if you're white even if you have no money no land no power at least you're not black right because mm-hmm. they don't even have you know the whiteness and that was how they separated, you know, they, they created the schism that already existed. Yeah. But they created an even bigger schism to, like, say, like, no, you, poor whites, are not them, freed slaves. You're still, you're still better than. You're still better than them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel that is the thing that I think is perpetuated, perpetuated, perpetuated. Right. Uh, through the last century plus, century and a half. Uh to where we are now where you have you know poor whites who and not even poor whites i mean we're we're losing the middle class so like a large swath of right, people right uh who you know qualified for the biden um uh stimulus checks and stuff like that are pumped to get them and then are like no, but the, <laughs> you know it's the it's the Republicans and the de- the Democrats suck and they're yeah. terrible and blah blah blah. And you're like, who do you think gave you the money? Mm, right. I mean, there's a video of uh of uh, Mitch McConnell in his state. I think he's from Kentucky. I that think. That sounds right. And he's like addressing his constituents, and he's like, I didn't vote for it, but you guys are going to get a lot of money. <laughs> like these gov- mm. these he's like not a single one of us you know republicans voted for it but it's gonna make your lives a lot better like he's like saying all these <laughs> things and and having to be like i didn't vote for it i didn't do it yeah but mm. your lives are gonna be a lot better and there's just like this weird dichotomy of like people wanting and needing the government to help them right but not wanting the government to be in their lives and like run their lives but there's this propaganda machine that just turns out churns out shit yeah and then you're like really your beliefs are really more democratic than they are you know conservative Hmm. and 
I don't think that there should just be a two-party system. I totally I think agree. I've said a million... I think I've said it on here before, but I'm like, I don't even feel like I have a choice. I don't get to have a choice. Right. Because the choice is uh, small-minded racism or just caring even the slightest bit about another human. Right. I'm like, those choices suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. But one of them, even slightly cares about another human yeah. i guess i have to do that you know sure. like i don't even get to you know like because really i want the government out of most things and yeah. just like take care of infrastructure and you know make sure that monopolies don't exist and stuff like that i'm like just mm-hmm. you don't need to be in the day-to-day lives of every human you know or american like you need to handle the stuff that's like crumbling before yeah. us yeah but um until the day-to-day lives of humans are affected by bad government policies, then it's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, well, then you have to fix it. But yeah. that's what I mean is like, I yeah. wish that the government would remove re- like re- uh, regulation from stuff like that, from right. like that, that mm-hmm. are like infringing on just day to day lives of humans, yeah. uh, uh, of Letting Americans. people eat and work and yeah. have a place to live. Yeah. Like, but, um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It, <laughs> I just, I just, uh, why, why you say it doesn't matter? I don't know. It nothing. I mean, because on one hand, nothing's cut him off. He was going to say nothing matters. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> like it's it's like you know nothing's going to really change. There's just like like lobbyists are still allowed to lobby, and you're like no, it do, like it doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter if they're if they're Democrats or Republicans. They're going to vote for whoever gives them the most money, and you're like. Why is this even allowed? We all are aware that this is bribery and extortion and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Everybody's aware of that. And everyone's like, well, I don't know. But then another lobbyist comes in to lobby for why they should be able to lobby. Mm -hmm. And it starts over. It just continues. Mm. I don't I don't have much faith in any any country or government. Sure. It seems at this time. (laughs) Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, it's tough, man. I hear that. And when you try and do it yourself, then they say that you're a terrorist and they come in and kill all of your people. Even when you try and... Just kidding. They portrayed that... uh, What is that? Waco? (laughs) Oh, man. They portrayed that. uh, The people in Waco very specifically. Who is that? Do you remember who that was? David Koresh, right? David David Koresh. Koresh. That's right. What'd you say? What? What did you say? Is it David Koresh? I think it's David Koresh. Wasn't it in there Krishna, I think? David Koresh Krishna. Krishna is a... Hare Krishna? Oh. Yeah. Krishna is a a Hindu god, I think. I don't know. Hare Krishna, I think, is related to something else, but I'm pretty sure David Koresh was Waco, Texas. Uh. Yeah. Problems on problems on problems. Yeah. I want to find solutions on solutions on solutions. Hey, man. I, I appreciate that about you. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's just the... The messed up what in the world what was that noise? That maybe that's just the you know, yo, the messed up like, you know, just like I was talking about. I'm just like, all right, what do we got to do? Sure, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But there's but a uh, there's a sense of optimism in that. That's good. It is because it's like I, you know, just like we were talking about, like everybody's always talking about the American dream and the greatness of that America could be and things like that. Yeah, you know, I could be a patriot if we were better. Yeah. If we was, if we stop doing bad things. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say before we skip too far. Uh I don't know how to say it, but Hare Krishna is a mantra. Hare can be interpreted as either the vocative form of Hari, another name of Vishnu, which is a a god, meaning he who removes illusion. Ooh. Really? Ooh. You like mm. that? Yeah, considering take, what take we were just talking off. about. Oh, that's good. Take the scales just off. Just came up a- accidentally. <laughs> What's Krishna mean? Uh, it might be Buddhist. Ah. Uh, um. We don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any. I don't see anything. No. It says that it's like a sixteen-word mantra. So we're only using two of them. So it's like a whole thing. Hmm. Can I can I uh, shift gears for a second? Sure, man. Yeah, I just wanna. Uh, 
Did y'all did y'all um have y'all been following this this whole thing with um Shikari Richardson? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I want to kind of know y'all thoughts on that a little bit. You want to get uh, tell it real quick? Fifty-four so minutes into it, we got oh, this quick. This man says, "All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Cut the, cut, we were having a pretty good discussion, you know." Cut man. the beat. <laughs> cut, cut the, the beat. beat. Cut the beat. Ah! Um, but yeah, so essentially, uh, she tested positive for THC. Um, you know, and so they they suspended. So she's a for those who don't know, she's a. The essentially the fastest woman in the world, mm-hmm. um, but uh, she was going to be on the U.S. Olympic team. She got um, she had a one month. She got one month suspension, which made her miss um, the one hundred meter heat that she was projected to win and get the yeah. gold. Um, there are some events just, later in the Olympics she might be able to qualify for. She's right. just been officially, but, officially right. suspended. She's just oh, been officially, right. Um, well, she hadn't that. been. They didn't pick her up for the 4 by 4 4 by one by 4 by one 4 by one 4 by one hmm. um, They didn't pick her up for the 4 by one hmm. and, That's a bummer. Uh, yeah, so she's essentially missing the Tokyo Olympics this year. Um, That's awful. So I just wanted to know y'all's thoughts on that whole thing i thought her her response is what kind of you know impressed me which was what she was just very you know hey you know it is what it is i know what i did you know she didn't deny it which i thought was cool yeah she didn't deny it you know i was the loss of my mother what it's a hard one to deny yeah sure it is you know but, yeah, um, she her her mother had passed. Yeah, her mother and had she passed. Was dealing with and some grief. Yeah, and dealing with some grief. Um, and smoked I mean, the joint. Yeah, smoked the joint. Came up positive in the test. So, but I mean, I I feel like she had a very mature. Yeah. Like the way that she dealt with it. Yeah. You know. So I I've very 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 quickly my thoughts. Rules are rules. But it's a bogus rule. So I feel for her. I wish it wasn't a rule, and I even wish that maybe somebody could have <laughs> overturned the rule. Mm. You know, it seems like she earned her spot. She deserves to be in. Um, it's more, and they said this on another podcast that I listened to, but uh, it's more emblematic of the bigger problem that we have in understanding Marijuana, really all drugs, but specifically marijuana and THC. In what world is that going to make you run fast? It's not performance enhancing. Like, it's it's such it's so dumb that that would even well, play it into it. Can't be performance enhancing, uh, you know, to like make one of the fastest runners in the world, and also be like the thing that stops people from working hard. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Like, where does that how does that reinforce job. that narrative? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So I I hope this sparks some kind of change for it, and I mm-hmm. hope that that is followed by more and more social change, you know what I mean, regarding this issue and, and how, I mean, from my opinion, how incorrectly we handle this issue. Mm. Um, and I feel for it. I think it sucks. Yeah. It's really, really, I think it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to say than I, I agree. I mean, I think that she handled it really well. Yeah, Cause it's kudos to her, I man. mean, like, you can't... Oh, dude. There's nothing you can say. Like, it's yeah. devastating. Um, But... Yeah, it's like if you know that it's a rule, then I'm then that's the thing. I'm more like, don't do it. I'm sorry you lost right. your mom yeah. and and all that. Like you know it's a rule. Don't do it. Yeah. Like you you know it's a rule. You know they're gonna test you. That's yeah. that's the only thing that I'm like, man, that sucks because you know all those things. And mm, I think right. that's probably she why said, she, she said, I think that's why she, she knows she it. It's like it. you know. Like you know that that's gonna happen. She, yeah. she so that's like, yeah. that's rules, maybe I know what the thing. I did. That's that's I know what I'm not supposed to do. Right. So for me, that's where it seems more like a non sequitur. It's like I don't think we even need to start on this. Like, mm. yeah. She knew. She said it. Yeah. And she did it anyway. And this is the consequence. That sucks. Yeah. I still think that the like, we've been, you know, it's it's ridiculous. And, and this is not an American thing, but it's ridiculous to think that like you can go to what 16 states now legally go pick up some weed smoke it 
do your thing and if you happen to bring it down one state you could go to jail for five years or the rest mm. of your life depending mm. on how much you have yeah for sure uh depending so, on the color of your skin yeah 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 so that that to me is maybe the bigger thing is you're just like you know yeah i get it's a banned substance it's not human growth hormone <laughs> you know yeah. it's not it's not the same thing that these these uh athletes are being slash there was one there was one uh there's somebody yeah where where it's maybe a little more annoying is like you know when the, the russians thing? work what oh uh, no never mind what you about to say the russians were completely <laughs> uh were completely banned from the was it 2012 or they were banned from an olympics fairly recently yeah, in the last decade right. or so like all all people team so russia like, the only way that canceled that, that they could uh that they could compete was if they had not if they had tested um if they had not tested positive and they weren't allowed to compete under the russian flag mm, so, so there crazy. was like these really random you know folks who were like you know they would put their name and then put like parentheses russia but like you know what it reminded me russia of it reminded me on like older video games when they couldn't get like michael jordan's likeness right? uh-huh and it would be like um Mikhail J- 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 It would be like M dot player number twenty three for the Bulls, and you're like, his name is M dot player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. knows who that is. Yeah, I was gonna use the baseball reference because Barry Bonds is the same thing, which you would get, but I'm trying to, you know, be inclusive mm-hmm. with Kenny and everything. I, so. whoa, 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 whoa. I would get that. Everybody knew Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should see the judgment. Go ahead, B. The looks of judgment right now. Everybody knew Barry anyway. Bonds. But I, he, his his was like his he had some crazy name on whatever baseball game I was playing in two thousand five, where it was like Raul Dot Nunez, and it was like left fielder for the Giants. It's like all right, we all know who that is. <laughs> mm. Left fielder, power hitter for the yeah, Giants. Exactly. <laughs> Hitting bombs into Jack Cove. like a mug. They were able um, to get, uh, McCovey Cove Bill named Clinton's after. Likeness. Wait, what? McCovey Cove named after. McCovey, Macaulay Culkin. Oh my gosh, Rachel McCovey, Willie McCovey, one of the greatest giants <laughs> of all time. All right, what's your thoughts on it, Jay? That was it. That was my. Okay. That was my. I just, I more so wanted to hear y'all's thoughts, just because I feel like it was such a hot. Everybody's been like, oh, it's yeah. you know. Which I mean, I I think there was like, you know, race and preference at play, just in the sense of like giving the benefit of the doubt in certain things. Sure. You know, and and. You know things that people said and outrage and and things like that, you know, because uh, I I feel like that's you know happened before, you know, where an Olympian uh, or an Olympic athlete, you know, had, you know, been seen uh, smoking weed or yeah something like that, cause you know, but I feel like it was, you know, treated a little bit different, like for Michael Michael Phelps. Right, that's a great um, point. Which, but but I say that, and I don't one hundred percent remember, like if he ended up getting banned from his events or what. No, but it was very public knowledge that he was like, yeah, smoking weed. So now I'll tell you this: there is a thing though where you depending so. THC, the re- it's you're not actually testing for THC, but you're testing for I think the chemical that THC leaves behind mm. in your body. Okay, and that's or maybe it's THC. So I can't remember, but it sticks to fat lipids. Is the is the whole thing? So the more like the higher body fat percentage you have, the longer that it sort of sticks around in your it's body. Full circle. Yeah, uh, and so I <laughs> am aware of people who have smoked in the morning. Uh, were tested hours later and were, had the test came up clean. Wow. Uh, just based on how fit they were. That's mm. crazy. Um, so I think there's something they to be said about like, like, yo, you, you might be smoking weed last year. <laughs> 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 but she's like a peak athlete. I, she's so that's the, what I'm saying. I don't know. Bizarre. Maybe there's Maybe there's differences between men and women. I don't know. Yeah. I have, I'm not going to make any claims. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm, I wonder if the Michael Phelps thing, they like, saw him smoking weed, they tested him, and he came up negative. I mean, know, he was like very famously like, what, 4% body fat or something? I mean, he was. It, it's kind of yeah. crazy. Like, it's yeah. a very, very 
crazy thing. All right. Yeah. Most hateable Olympian of all time on three. One, two, three. Ryan Hold on, Lochte. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, well, he sucks. Who? Ryan, Ryan Lochte. Lochte. Oh, man, that was terrible. Ryan Lochte. Let's not go down that. that I don't even that know who that is. He's a bum. He is. I don't even know who that is. This that's how much of a bum he is. That's right. If Unforgettable. He, if he weren't a bum, Kenny would know about him. Forget All right. It, that's right. That'll do it for this episode of Black, White, and Mixed. We want to thank you guys for listening and for supporting the show. As always, we want to encourage you to get involved and be a part of the conversation with us. Brandon's already singing. With that said, I am Doug Ogden. I'm it's not loud Phelps. enough. Kenny Phelps? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't swear. I'm Mark Spitz. Yes, I can. Brandon Lochte. Brandon Lochte. <laughs> I'm Kenny Richardson. Okay, there you go, man. Shout out to Shikari. Sons in five. Very classy lady. Um, what game will that be? They lost. For listening uh, to the Black White Mix podcast, we love being able to engage with our listeners. So don't forget to reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at the BWM Pod, or you can email us at bwmpodcastmail at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Black White Mix.